You are listening to the Fuerte Network. Welcome to Azul Media. Hola, mi nombre es Miguel. Bienvenidos a Azul Media. All right. Hi, everyone. <laughs> this is Daniel. We're back with another episode of Azul Media. Thank you for joining us. We're going to have a lot to discuss today because we have some special guests with us today. And as you guys know, Azul Media was a project that was started by myself <laughs> and one of my best friends, Luisa, who we've known each other since middle school growing up in <sighs> Phoenix. And there's a lot of stuff. Remember, we can't say bad words at this episode, Lisa. There's <laughs> yeah, a lot can. of stuff going on under the Trump administration and as, you know, essentially native Arizonans uh, that grew up here, that got involved here, went to school here. We wanted to talk about the issues that was affect affecting us, but also there's a lot of just down news, very bad news, yes. negative news going on. So we also decided to focus on uplifting stories to kind of just put some positive stuff out there because we need more positive stuff, right guys? Yes, yes of yeah. course. So that's why you guys are here today. So then <laughs> tell us about our special guests, Luisa. Well, we're very excited. Uh, as you can see with our swag here, Suns swag representing. Uh, Suns are on the NBA Finals leading 2-0. Two, two uh, they're actually playing today. Uh, oh. It's around 6.30 um, away game. So hopefully they'll bring it back here and lead with the sweep. What do you think, Megan? Hmm. I think they're gonna win. <laughs> they're gonna win today? Yeah, they're gonna win. Well, what I think, I'm pretty sure they're gonna sweep them on the floor. I mean, the Suns are the best. They really hmm. are. As you guys can see, uh, yeah, I'm teaching them well. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I have no idea what's going on with the Suns, to be I honest. Know. I know. So I we're doing be more good. I'm proud of this moment right here because these <laughs> kids are being raised, right? In all in this world that we see a lot of <laughs> bad things going on, it's great to see that the next generation is growing up the, exactly the way they should with their Suns gear, with their Suns representing. And you are absolutely right. Suns are going to sweep the Mavs in four games and we're going to be ready to take home. Yes. So wait, yes. Who, are, who are the good players, guys, like in the team? A ver si saben. Oh, yeah, I do. him. Me? Do you know who, yeah. Who's your favorite player? Hmm. Uh, Devin Booker. Yeah, my man. Oh yeah, Devin Booker. Chris uh, Paul. Think... Chris Paul does yeah. his thing too, you know. Yeah. But I think uh, uh, we're a little biased, you know. Uh, Mexican NBA player will have Mexican Bastille accounts, so uh, I'm a big fan of Devin Booker. Yes, without a doubt. And him showing his Mexican heritage. Uh, a lot of people didn't know that when he went into the draft, when he came onto the team, they just, another young, talented player coming in. And then, no, he represents full on his Mexican yes, heritage when he goes I on love it. with I his love cars, it. his clothing, the way he speaks, and the way he speaks about traveling to visit uh, Mexico, where uh, half of his family's from. You know who else reps his Mexican uh, uh, ancestry? Um, Omar Apollo, who I just saw over the oh weekend in Phoenix at the Van Buren. <laughs> and I just want to say, Omar, if you are looking at this podcast like you were looking at my Instagram. Oh, oh Gabby was shooting his shot. What's up? <laughs> I'll be flying into the DMs. I told but... you. I told you. I'm going I'm to send him. I'm going to send know, him a link. He's a great artist, Omar Apollo. He was in Phoenix over the weekend, guys. He's, he's, a, he's a great guy because he yeah. was born in Indiana to Mexican parents. Yeah. And... 
his mu music is like a fusion of R&B. With, I mean, he did corridos like at the concert. Oh, I love and that. He rapped oh, wow. the LGBT flag. He brought out the flags. There you go. LGBT flag, that. Mexican flag. He's uh, an amazing artist. So I, I mean, sorry to go off tangent, but <laughs> just wanted to say <laughs> you hi, <would>. Omar. <laughs> say. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Exactly. So I'm, I'm taking a few. There you go. <laughs> All right. So then what other news do you guys have for us, guys? Ooh, any uh, uplifting stories, Luis? Oh, yeah. Um, I heard about this 74-year-old um, man named Tai Chong. He, um, this weekend, he's celebrating his master's degree and teaching other speakers who don't speak English and who um, went there out of their way to go to America, an amazing place, English. Because it can be hard here, like doing stuff without knowing the language that is native here. Very true, very true. Um, yeah, you never too, you know, there's no age uh, gap or in learning and getting your master's degree, right? It's never too late. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you guys- And I'm pretty sure he's um, like worked so hard to do all of this, so yeah. Do you guys think that um, people should only speak one language? Like we're in the US, we should all only speak English, right? Or should we be able to speak other languages? Um, I think we should speak other languages too, just to be in touch with our um, true heritage because it's important to know where you came from. Oh. How many languages do you two speak? Um, I speak a tiny bit of Spanish, but I respect my culture. Oh, there you go. Okay. 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 You're rapping, you're no, rapping I'm just saying. <laughs> and you know what else I respect about my culture? What? Mexican food, of course. Of course. <laughs> Which, in our future episode, we're going to have a great local chef that has a restaurant and has an amazing, uplifting story. For the next episode, yes. he will be here in a couple of weeks. So please check us out. He's probably going to bring his food, guys. So if you guys want to stop by, you're more than welcome to. Yes. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> yes, yes. And I'll be happy to meet him, too. Oh, all right. We actually have one more uplifting story. Um, this is a valley woman who has like a genetic um, uh, disease. disease. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Luis. <laughs> uh, kidney disease. Just take it over from here, Luis. Go take ahead. it over. Don't okay. Mic. <laughs> okay. Um. So, um, before she um she just found out about this right before. So then she came in touch with her old high school friends. She did. Yeah. So how and, how did they become in touch? Do you remember? Oh yeah. Um and she um tried to text um do many friends, but they all tested and they came back negative for like the they, correct kidney. Right. They weren't a match. You're right. Mm -hmm. You're totally right. So But um then they um one of the high school friends met well condensed like by chance yeah he got tested he reached out um they were actually just recently reconnecting right through online gaming uh -huh. and um yeah just by chance like louis said uh they he was a match so yeah. then not only was he a match um but then he reached out to the friend right mm -hmm. and then said hey i would like to be your donor yeah how amazing is that i know um, and I guess gaming doesn't cause violence. It saves lives. It's really nice, right? <laughs> like if I ever ever to need a kidney, wouldn't it be nice if your mom gave it to me? Um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> what about if I needed a kidney? You think Theo would give me a okay, kidney? Okay, if, if you needed a liver, I have a whole bunch of follow-up <laughs> questions because I went to college with you. So oh! if you have liver damage... We're not going to talk about that right now. Personal responsibility. <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah, but that, I think if you need a liver, you're looking at the wrong place over here. So. Uh, <laughs> I'm more like, how many good livers does this room have right now? Kids, <laughs> Two. You. <laughs> no, no. But okay. So going back to the story, though. Okay. As I drink. As you drink. A sip. Um. So okay. So they weren't even close friends, right? They were just recently reconnecting online gaming just by chance. And he he reached out and then he chose to be anonymous. So it's like he ain't doing it for a clout. He's, you know, media, whatever it is. Um, nowadays, there's a lot of that out there. He genuinely wanted to do something good for another person. I mean, come on. Is he single? <laughs> is she single? Uh, he, Did he have a crush on her before? Uh, oh, we're not going to get into that. It was a good <laughs> deed, okay? There's no, there's no, uh, como se dice, anything. He, he had nothing to gain from it, okay? But being a good person and good karma. Good people still exist. So thank you so much, Mr. Anonymous. I think that was a great story that yes. we were, we try to read uplifting stories to kind of prepare for the show but also just kind of read positive news and that was one of the one of the best ones that we saw yes. uh, because you know you don't hear about that enough somebody that you just really does don't. something good without having to have credit for it without having to talk about it without having to be in the news they're just doing something good for someone yes and hopefully i'll inspire somebody else to pay it forward or you know another act of kindness right guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay guys so any uh, other uplifting stories you guys want to share uh no no, I think, yeah, you guys got it from here. All right. Well, we'll expect <laughs> you at the next episode. So tell us how the funds did. Okay. 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 Bye, guys. Thank Bye. you. Thank you for stopping. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for stopping. See you at home. When you have to... Did we mention that we your kids? Uh, we did not. With the, those are Luis's I mean, can kids. you tell? <laughs> They're Luis's kids, a, a proud son's family. Um, and yes. well, thank you for bringing them. And... I mean, it's kind of weird and awkward, but today we can't help but talk about the issue that's kind of taking the country by storm, right? And it's yeah. interesting because at the at the very first episode of the show, one of the things that we wanted to talk about was, you know, where where do we come from? Um, where are we and where are we going? And right. the very first episode, which you can find online, it, what is the date of the very first episode, Danny? Uh, December 16th. Wow. December 16th was our very first episode. And what we talked is Roe v. Wade? That's what it's called. Mm -hmm. What is Roe v. Wade? Check it out because I think that what we talked, what, six months ago, it's very yeah. relevant to what's going on right now. And if anybody had bet with me six months ago, I would have won that bet Yeah. because everything that we talked about six months ago is kind of happening right now. And it's important to know the history of Roe v. Wade. It's not just about abortion. Um, well, really first isn't. of all, yeah, let, let, let's start in the beginning. So, okay, so recently, um, someone that was working in the Supreme Court leaked a draft opinion of the Supreme Court related to abortion rights. And essentially, the, the right to abortion that we have in this country comes from this case called Roe v. Wade. Right. Um, and we talked about Roe v. Wade again in that episode. And this opinion, it, it is anticipated, if nothing much changes from the opinion, right. that it's going to overturn Roe v. Wade. It's going to overturn the case that gave us a constitutional right to abortion. Right. Um, and so everybody's talking about it, what it means and what it doesn't mean. And it's crazy. And, you know, at the last episode, when we talked about this at the first episode, we talked about how the right to abortion was built upon other cases that gave other people other rights, like the right to privacy, equal protection, to be treated mm -hmm. equally, how all of those cases are interconnected, how the, how women's rights are connected to LGBT rights or are connected to immigrant rights. And if you 
tear down a case that gives a certain group of people rights, mm -hmm. then you are essentially tearing down part of the rights that you already have. Right. Um, and so check out that episode. But but fuck, the, I'm sorry. But F, now the, the thing is, yeah, where do we go, okay. right? And so then it's anticipated that the Supreme Court is going to overturn Roe v. Wade. And now um, it's going to be up to the states to decide whether it's going to be legal or not. So one thing that we did discuss on the first episode, you know, I actually didn't even understand the full extent. So it's not just abortion, right? Tell us what the possible impacts. No. Well, immediately, like what does it mean if Robbie Wade is overturned? Right. I believe that it's going to be just for legal sort of geeks. It's going to be based on an equal protection argument. Um, practically, what it's going to mean, guys, is it's going to go back to the states to decide whether abortion is going to be legal or not. But here's the thing. There are 13 states already that have laws making abortion illegal. And the only reason that those laws are not enforced is because we have this case called Roe v. Wade. But if the Supreme Court says, well, we're going to overturn this, we're not going to have it anymore, mm -hmm. then 13 states will immediately have laws that make abortion illegal, and Arizona is one of them. In 1901, the we were not a state, by the way, in Arizona in 1901, we were a territory, but the Arizona Territorial Legislature mm -hmm. passed a law making it illegal to advertise, cause, or perform an abortion. And so when and if the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade, then that law is going to kick in. They don't need to do anything else in states like Arizona, for example, and the 12 other states that have these laws. It will automatically be legal. And by the way, the law in Arizona, um, it essentially mandates, requires prison time for doctors that perform yeah. these services. And so it means that now we're going to have this fight at the state level where it may be illegal in Arizona, but legal in California that already has a state law that essentially protects protects the right to abortion. Right. And just to think, I mean, I know at the first episode, I I, I kind of leaned on you a lot because I don't want to be like a man talking about like abortion rights, <laughs> even though it's bigger than that. Right. But I mean, we know people that had to make this tough decision. Right. Um, and to now think of a world in, in, or in a state in which they're going to live that they're not going to be able to make a decision without placing themselves in legal risk. You know, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be chaotic. It really is. Um, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people don't realize the impact, not only like on, on a woman, but like the doctors and nurses who, who want to help all these women that have no other recourse. Um, you know, they're they're putting their livelihood on the line to help, essentially, really to help save lives in, in one way or another. Um, so putting it like in. OK, sorry, go ahead. No, no I'm going to say, but, but this, you mentioned this women, but I think it's important to know who these women are. Right. Uh, and so, like, I, I brought some numbers because I like numbers and I want that to put them up because I, I want people to know, like, who is getting an abortion? Oh, and by the way, a, a lot of people think, well, abortion is is. There's a lot of abortions. There's so many going on. Did you know that there's actually less abortions going on now than there were 10 to 15 years ago? No. Yeah. So there's less abortions going on now than there were 10 to 15 years ago. And I got this like numbers to show how many people are having abortions and who's having them. 
And so, Danny, I don't know if we can put the, 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 the things up, but essentially, and this is a study that was done um, that compared abortions in two, 2008 and 2014. Mm -hmm. It's a little outdated, but this, even though it hasn't been updated, the right. data and the trends are still the same. So abortions are going down in people under the age of essentially 25. So before we used to think of abortions as, oh, 16-year-old got pregnant. They're going to get an abortion. It's actually going down among that age group. The age group in which we see abortions going up are the 35 and over crowd. There's more people over 35 having abortions, 30, 35. That's going up. 25 and under is going down. So we're seeing not younger people, but older people, older people? choose to have an abortion. Another interesting fact in terms of, um, for example, let's look at the race. There are more white women having abortions and less black women and also Asian women. Hispanic women, there has been a little bit of an uptick, but not that much. So Hispanic women remain about the same, but there's more white women having abortions um, and less black women. However, overall, black women still have three times more abortions than white women, which we're going to get back to. Um, and another one I wanted, because I wanted to look at the age, right? Like what right. people typically like think about, oh, it's young people. Actually, it's older people older that people. are choosing to have abortions now. Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's only, you know, uh, women of color. Well, it affects them in a certain way because of income. And we'll come back to that. But it's uh, the increase has actually been with white women. And now if you look at, for example, education, it's people that have a college degree or some college where abortions are going up within that age group. And they're actually going down with people that only have a high school degree. So I, I'm telling you this because when we grow up, who did you think when you heard the word abortion? Like, give me the sort of like the typical woman that you thought or girl that you thought about when you heard that word. Who did uh, you think about? My neighbor, like Hispanic high school dropout, junior high dropout type of thing. Like, you know, people who they be calling names. Um, <laughs> they be calling names uh just again uneducated i guess yeah and so that that's what i thought too it's like oh it's uh some woman of color some little girl 16 years old yeah. and it's like yeah that's going on now but in terms of the trends it's older educated women that are getting this the only thing that i think that i wasn't surprised by was the income so we still see more abortions uh, in households that earn less than $100,000 per year um, than households that earn more. But I think that's a tricky one. And this is the reason. Of course, if you have the money, you know, one of the reasons I think, and in, and chime in here, but one of the reasons that, I've, that I believe women choose that is because the income and the economic impact of having a child. Right. That, that is considered. So if you have money, you don't need to. But also, when you have money, you don't need to go to maybe Planned Parenthood. You don't need to go to certain places where they have this data. You have a private doctor go. and nobody's ever going to know True. that you had an abortion. So because it's always been that way, even when abortion was illegal, people with money always had them and it wasn't an issue for them. It was the, an issue for people that had to go get public services to help them with an abortion. Do you think that um, the trend there for older women having abortions might be even health related? You know, there's a lot of risks with pregnancies. Well, it, yes. And for example, the the Arizona law that would go into effect from 1901, 
if Roe v. Wade is overturned, it creates an exception for health reasons, but it doesn't create an exception for rape or incest. So in Arizona, if Roe v. Wade is overturned and you're raped, Arizona is going to force you to have that child. Um, now, yes, definitely health reasons, but again, it's... It's like why are we even why are we even coming back to this? Why are we even doing this? Yeah. When three of the Supreme Court justices that are voting to overturn Roe v. Wade in the last five years told Congress that it was already settled law. They lied to the American people so they can become Supreme Court justices and take their rights away. And I mean, that's just I mean, it's nasty, really. It's nasty what's going on in the Supreme Court right now, which it's just, I guess, an effect of everything that That's we've seen crazy. In, in politics. That's uh, just sad, honestly. Um, what other impacts? So putting abortion aside for just for a second, uh, what other impacts do you see happening from this whole situation? Well, hold on. And I, I feel I feel like we need to get the kids back here because it's like elementary. <laughs> okay. So tell me what tell me what you remember. Because I think that a lot of people, they feel like they went to like high school and they learn about history and history is something that you can forget and then get a job and move on. It's just some, of course. So what do you remember in terms of how we became a union? What do you remember about the Civil War? Like, why are we even a country? Why why can't we just be two regions? Uh, what I remember is honestly nothing. History was like. I don't even know. On let's not go there. <laughs> I don't remember nothing. <laughs> well, and the, no, you're not the only one. I think a lot of people we we tend to forget. We tend to like <laughs> we tend to think, oh, that's all like 50 years ago. Yeah. And and you would War. never think that that's gonna come back. Right. Because a lot you of gotta, us grew up. You gotta remember. You gotta remember, Danny, that they don't teach it anymore. So. Oh, that's right. It's, it's critical <laughs> race theory. It's uh, all this stuff. But I mean, yes. <laughs> I guess when we grew up, we learned a little bit about it. But even then, we didn't think that it was gonna come back. Right. Like. Did you ever think you were going to live in a world where you wouldn't have the right to do what you want to do with your own body? No, never. And that's because you grow up with Roe v. Wade. Right. Like many of our friends did. Yes. Imagine how many pissed off young people are going to like come out and be like, what the hell is going on? Right. But my point is. The majority of Americans support abortion. And that doesn't mean that the majority of Americans would have an abortion. Right. And I think exactly. we talked about the time. You gave your opinion. You're very honest. And for a lot of people, after that first episode, they actually reach out to me and be like, oh, wow, I didn't know that Luisa had this like opinion about abortion. And it's like, there could be people that choose not to have an abortion, right. but still support the right to abortion. Right. And we do that because we need to know how to live with each other. You've had roommates before, right? Yes. What does it take to live in the same room with people? <laughs> a lot of patience. Tell me about that. Uh, why? <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, I mean, patience, but also mutual understanding, right? Being respectful of each other. Uh, you, you might not have the same opinions on things, but there has to be respect, mutual respect, boundaries. Um, yeah. Now, what if, what if we lived in the same house? Okay. And... I wanted to do something that you didn't agree with because let's say you were raised differently and I wanted to do it. Would you want me to do it in your room? No. <laughs> Can I do it in the living room? Maybe. <laughs> Can I do it in my room? Yes. Why? 
Because that's your room. Oh, I get it. <laughs> like, oh. like, oh, yeah. I saw the light bulb. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, oh, wait, where are you, where are you heading? <laughs> well, and that's where I'm headed, that the majority of American people support abortion. Right. So when you have a Supreme Court that was essentially bought by Republicans after they denied Obama the ability to appoint a Supreme Court justice and that are making a decision that the majority of Americans do not support by overturning Roe v. Wade, mm -hmm. you're creating division in this country. Yeah. I don't understand why it's fair for Republicans in Florida, Republicans in Texas, who helped Trump, who supported the nomination and appointment of these justices. I don't understand why it's fair for them to tell Arizonans what to do. Why should Florida Republicans tell Arizona women what to do with their body? They shouldn't. But it's happening. Why should you tell me what I can do in my room? It's my room. <laughs> but what if there is a law that allows you to do that? It's going to be a crazy world. It's going to be a crazy world. But what happens is it's more than that. So then I was thinking about this idea about, you know, what happens when we don't respect the house? What, what happens when you don't respect the union? Because, you know, our union was created with a lot of blood, a lot of sacrifice and a lot of war. And a lot of compromise. Right. And we had to create laws to kind of learn how to live together with each other. And so what happens when we don't respect that anymore? So, for example, now it's Florida and Texas telling Arizona women what they can do with their bodies. Well, why not the same, for example? Your taxes. Where do your taxes go, Luisa? My taxes? Yeah. You pay taxes. We all pay taxes. Where does that money go? Who knows? <laughs> no. Where uh do you think it goes? I would hope it goes to like state funded programs. The state? No, okay. Maybe. Do you think it's only our state? Yeah. Well, it's not. No. Hold on. First of all, before I get to that, what, what are we <laughs> drinking, by the way? Because I'm like almost done with this. Isn't it good, though? Uh, it's called a hurricane. Let me pull out the ingredients because it was complicated. This is a drink of the day, guys. Drink of the day. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to your comeback. <laughs> mm. Okay. So white rum, dark rum, grenadine, passion fruit juice, orange juice, lime, and sugar syrup, hurricane. And uh, with the twist, though, it has like that, my favorite uh, rum, the tamarindo spicy rum. Yeah, I kinda, I love it. I kind of tasted it, yeah. Yeah. Where'd you get it? Uh, what do you mean where I got it? At the store? Mixed it? <laughs> oh, okay. So it's sort of like mixed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Me too. That's, um, some, that's some dangerous stuff right there. It is dangerous because you just like want to keep drinking yeah. it and like no más de repente it's going to hit you. <laughs> but it's so good. You Hurricane. are. You're, it's the first time you're like out drinking me right now. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. What is this? <clears throat> because it's like way too good. I think it's like the Mexican in me that it's a little bit of spice and I just keep drinking it. Yep. A little you know? spice. That's what like, it is. <laughs> a little bit of spice and I will eat it. I will drink it. Spice and everything nice. Yes. That's exactly I'm starting to feel it. Yay. Okay, Danny, do you think that it's time for a divorce? Mm -hmm. That is exactly what we were talking about earlier, and that is exactly what we need. Uh, pretty, pretty much, I'm not going to say what we need, but what we've been going to in this country. When you see a couple, a married couple in a relationship, that they're always fighting, that they're always going at each other, that everything is always happening in the wrong way. They can't get on the same page. And the people that are suffering are not them two in the relationship, but everyone else in the house. In this case, all the states, all the citizens, everyone else that is not being putting the decision-making, they're the ones being affected by the most. That is the same way the kids get affected in these kind of, you know, toxic relationships. Because 
wait, ya agarra el divorcio. That's what you're asking for. Yes. These states are literally asking to not be a part of the union anymore. Okay, okay. And that was my point. But, okay, so then going back to our taxes, <laughs> going back to the money. All right, so then I brought more numbers because I love numbers. All right, so if Florida and Texas people can tell Arizona what they can do with their bodies, Arizona women more specifically, why can Arizonans say, you know what, Texas? We're not going to help you anymore. And this is what I mean by that. So, Danny, I don't know if you can show the numbers. We all pay taxes. That taxes, some, some of it goes to the state government. Some of it goes to the federal government. The money that goes to the federal government, the federal government then sends to different states for different reasons. Mm -hmm. Did you know that eight out of 10 of the states that receive the most federal aid, federal aid means our money, your money, is being sent to Republican states, Republican-controlled states. Those same Republican-controlled states that supported Trump, those same Republican states that supported the justices in the Supreme Court that are now overturning the right to make your own health care choices and telling Arizonans what they can do, we're sending money to them. Why the F are we sending money to states that are telling us what we can and cannot do? If, if, if Florida and Texas and these other states feel like they can do whatever they want and tell us what to do. Yeah. Why can't we do what we want with our money? I have no idea. Yeah. Would if 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 Florida supported a law that told you that you're going to go to jail if you decide to have an abortion, would you want to send Florida money? No. I wouldn't either. But that's the point. The point is that the end game for a lot of these crazy ass Republicans. Okay. Is that they don't want a union. They don't want a union because, again, our union was created with blood, with sweat, with tears, with slave labor, with compromise, so that we can create something that could last and that can kind of get along. And so for decades, we've been trying to get along to keep this union going. And there's a group out there of crazy-ass Republicans that don't want the union, period. That's why they supported Trump. That's why they support controversial laws that divide us. Mm -hmm. Because when they can divide us, they can control us. Yeah. And when we have a union, it's harder to corrupt a union than a region. If you are, if you are, if you are freaking Elon Musk, and it's going to be harder to control a whole country, or compared to like a state, or will you be able to control a state? Elon control Musk has a lot of money. Yeah. Control a state. Control a state. He can buy freaking Texas if he wanted to. But he yeah. still has the union to worry about. So that's a lot of people that don't want this union. And so what it's creating with this decision of Roe v. Wade, when you overturn a right that a lot of people have, mm -hmm. is you start thinking, well, then why are we even in a union? Why are we even a country? California starts saying, I don't want to be fucking part of this state or this country together with Texas and Florida. Keep us out of that. Arizona is going to start saying, I don't want to send money to them. Why are we sending money to people that are always attacking us? Dude, you make it sound very scary. But that's that's kind of where we are, right? That's kind of where we are to the point where a lot of people want that divorce that Danny's talking about. And, and, and we need to understand that. That yeah. the country is falling apart at the seams because of everything that has been in play 
since even before Trump, but Trump just made it a lot worse. Yeah. Right. And so then where we go from here matters because it's not a it's not just a fight for women rights. It's a fight about are we going to defend this country? Are we just going to let it continue down this path where eventually, in my opinion, it will lead to civil unrest and it will lead. And we've already heard it for calls for secession, right. for calls by Texas to say we don't want to be part of this union anymore. You know, and so that's that's kind of what is at stake. That is what is at stake. And it's a step forward with Roe v. Wade and the overturning of Roe v. Wade towards that. So as Americans, we have to pay attention. We have to start listening and we have to start saying, no, it's not just about women. Let's talk about child support. <laughs> because I feel like it is always about women, right? Where are the men, Louisa? Where are they? Where are the men? I don't know. If a man told you, you're going to have that baby, whether you want it or not. Are you going to support it? Are you going to support it? <laughs> Hell yeah, right? I'm sorry. And I, I, this is not a, I'm, I'm a divorce attorney for those of you guys that know me. I'm a divorce attorney. And so like I handle child support cases all the time. And, you know, there are people are always fighting for child support. But if you don't have the choice right. to have an abortion, where's the other person that, that was involved in causing that? <laughs> Where are the men? Danny, I, I think that men should pay not just child support, but I think that men should pay women that wanted to have an abortion and couldn't because it was illegal. I think that should pay for their living expenses. I think that they should pay for the medical expenses. I think that if men are not going to be equally as angry and, and fight for women's rights, and they're not going to stand up when somebody's telling women that they have to have a child even if they don't want it, I think men should pay the price. I think that, uh, I, I well, I completely agree with you. I think that men have gotten away with being unaffected by this for for since the beginning of time, obviously, and um, and there are there are all, all, always different different kinds of situations and everything. But in the terms in the extreme cases that we've been talking about, the women that never wanted to be pregnant in the first place, you know, the the women that are being forced to carry term when they don't want to, they didn't want they didn't want to have relations in order to have that child. Then by all means. They deserve the men deserve to be paying for that and much more because not only are they causing irrepar irreparable damage to the psyche, well-being, both physically and mentally of that woman. But then uh, this is uh, something that she now has to take care of and, you know, help grow for the rest of her life. Yeah. And that's and, and that's where I think that part of what we should be doing going forward right. in terms of fighting back against this, it's putting more pressure on the men. Putting more pressure on it. I'm tired of this just being a women's issue. Yes, it's a women's body ultimately when it comes to a choice, but it doesn't affect just the women. And it's not just the responsibility of the women. I think women need to hold men accountable, though. That's where it starts. No sex? What? There, you know, there's <laughs> countries that have done that. Like, uh, what was the last country, Danny, that did it? They, they essentially, they like hold out and they're like, it's a form of activism. It's like, we're not going to have sex unless you support. You know, I mean, everything's on the table now. I mean, and that's I definitely the point. Heard that, that, but... <laughs> no, I really have heard of that. Like, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I can't name exactly who it was. But yes, I have heard of it. Oh, my God. We got to bring that up later. <laughs> we, we don't definitely have to. We definitely have to. And and again, again, it, it goes back to we're, we're trying to implement laws from 60 years ago in a modern society. And it's not going to lead anywhere good. Um, and we need more people to step up. We really do. And we're going down a very, 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 very scary path in this nation uh, in terms of what is going on. 
And we got to pay attention because if we think that we, we took a lot of things for granted that now we're like, oh, crap, we took our health for granted and then we have COVID. We took our democracy for granted and then we had Trump. And so if you're taking this country for granted, wake up because we may not have it down the line if we don't stop what is going on today. Very powerful words, Sunny. Couldn't have said it better. It's the drink. <laughs> It's inspiring. <laughs> All right. So then, Luisa, tell us what we can expect at the next episode. Or What can we expect? Uh, hopefully, update right with what the fuck is going on or what the fuck can we do or what was the segment? I forgot. Yeah, we're going to have we're gonna have an uplifting <laughs> segment. We're going to have some food, but we're also going to have some people that are involved in local politics to really talk about what we can do to get involved in Arizona. Yes. Oh, 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 one last thing before I forget. A lot of people that are listening, I understand that you may not ever choose to have an abortion, but it's not about you. It's about how do we live together in the same house? Yes. Um, and a lot of people that are just out there and crazy and say, well, you have to think of the kids, you have to think of the children. Oh, you have to think of the children. It's such a BS. Like, oh, you have to think of the children. <laughs> There's 400,000 kids in foster care. The sexual abuse and human trafficking among those under the age of 15 is rampant in this country. If you're not doing anything about the kids that we already have, then please shut the fuck, fuck up. up. Oh, you read my mind. Sorry. <laughs> please shut the fuck up. Because you cannot say that it's about the kids when they're kids that need your help right now that you ignore. So anyways, yes, we have to we have to talk about what we can do at the local level. Yes. And we're going to have some guests at the next episode that are going to talk about just that, along with some Mexican food and a great uplifting story. Yes. But a great Mexican-American that just overcame a lot. By the way, our next guest at the next episode overcame multiple near-death experiences, <sighs> was amputated. Um, there's also an immigrant story there because he helped a wonderful immigrant family. Yes. And he owns a restaurant in which, uh, who's that? I'm so sorry. The famous chef, he died. He like went around. Oh, Br br be something. I'm sorry. I'm so bad at this. Dan, do you know who I'm talking about? I don't. Uh, fear in uh, the French guy who starts with the B. He had a show. I know who you're talking yes. about. I Anyways, he visited his restaurant, gave him great reviews. Yeah. He's going to be here. We're going to talk about that. So join us and yeah. And cheers, guys. And where, where's our co-hosts? Co-hosts, can you <laughs> co please join us? Co-hosts, co come on over. We want to say bye to you with our co-hosts, guys, and get involved. Yay. Please support uh, Planned Parenthood. They support. had headphones on. They didn't hear anything, guys. <laughs> All right, guys. Want to say bye? Please, bye. 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 Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us at Azul Media. And go Suns. And go Suns. We're going to yeah. win it. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Good night.